tell me that you built a time machine? Was it DeLorean? Inconceivable! Inconceivable! Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. I'll have what she's having. Okay, welcome to Picked in High School. This is the podcast where we talk about 80s films. Once again, we have a late 80s film for you today. Yes. 1989. And it's a tearjerker. Oh my God. So emotional, but so funny. I think the tagline was... The only film you'll laugh through tears or te- cry through laugh. I don't know, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And they refer to to my two favorite emotions being laughing and crying. Yeah. Uh, one of the characters oh, say that. And, and God, God, do you do that? Not that I cry because I'm a man. I think you teared up a little. I don't know. When I get sad, I get this sore throat. I think I told you before, ever <laughs> since I was a kid. And I'm like, when I was a kid, I would cry. <laughs> And my kids, my parents were like, why are you crying if I'm watching a movie that's sad? I'm like, I have a sore throat. And that oh, would be my excuse. It's your, a sore throat, yeah, okay. not the actual. Did you get a sore throat watching this? I got a bit of a sore throat. <laughs> <laughs> I cried. Did you see me crying? Yes. What's the movie? Steel Magnolias. Yes. And this is... um. Oh, it's a beautiful movie. This movie, I love this movie. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Mm. This movie is everything that I love about America. Right. It is the perfect American film. Yes. And it's set in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And I can't say it. Natchitoches. Natchitoches. So it's northwestern Louisiana. It must be French if it's... Well, there is a lot of French culture in Louisiana. Mm. Creole, New Orleans. Yeah. Uh, the writer, Robert Harling, grew up in this town. Mm-hmm. It was originally a play that he wrote set in this town. And they filmed in this town. And here's one to add to our bucket list. The family home of Shelby and Malin and that mm. is now a bed and breakfast. Still make cool. bed and breakfast. It's called Still Make Noise. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So it's definitely a timepiece and it's uh, very much a, I guess, a community, a friendship. Oh, it's, and yeah. um, I guess the trials and tribulations of life, really. It talks about life being a cycle, right? Because mm. we see the cycle of life in this film. Mm. Um, we should talk about the actors, though, because oh, this is a... Yeah. All-star. Incredibly all-star female cast, particularly. Yeah. There are some well-known male actors, but yeah. it is a wonderful cast of female but Definitely female and, and strong females from oh. different generations. So yeah. although some of these are very well-known 80s actors, some of them obviously started beforehand. Yeah, well, that's those But let's start from the main characters with Sally Field. I love Sally Field. And she plays the mum whose name Malin. is... Malin. Um, and her daughter is Juliet Roberts. Yeah, Shelby. Shelby, who we talked about when we were talking about Mystic Pizza. Sally Field, have we talked about her? Uh, I think maybe parent, she in Parenthood? No, she she's not. But she's in a lot of films. That she yeah. is an amazing actress. Yeah, yeah. She has Obviously, so not much, without my daughter comes yeah, to mind. Yeah, but she has so much depth. And her ability as to play a mother is mm. so believable. Mm. Oh, I love her so much. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think she got an award for this one. Yes, I think there was an Academy Award, or if not an, an award, a nomination. Yeah. It has two actresses, so Shirley MacLaine and Olympia Dukakis, mm-hmm. God rest her soul. She passed yep. away last year. Yep. And they've been acting since, like, the 50s. Yeah. So they're in, you know, multitude of film, theatre, and um, TV shows. Both, both great actors. Uh, Daryl Hannah. Daryl Hannah is very Splash. 80s. So uh, From good. Splash. But... And also, I went on to Blade do like, things, Kill Bill, you know, like yeah, she's, yeah. She's, she's, yeah. She's obviously great. But can I just say, the angel from, sent from God 
one of my all-time favorites, Dolly Parton. And Dolly Parton. I <laughs> adore her. Of course. And everyone you know? does. And, and she's perfect for this role. Oh, she's so good. She's I'm a surprised if they just like, you know how they made Russell Brand just play himself in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's just playing herself. In Sarah Marshall. Like, she's just playing herself. Yeah. Southern. And it's yeah. funny, apparently the director, Herbert Reese or something, I think that was his name, he was a bit of a dick. Mm. And um, he said to her at one point, can you even act? And she turned around to him and said, well, that's your no and your job is to teach me how or something. Like she just snapped well, back at yeah, him. Yeah. Apparently he was quite awful to Julia Roberts and the women sort of, supported her through that which is so sad so they had a male director in this yeah that seems like a weird choice well it was i guess Holly, it's Hollywood, 80s, and 80s and the- <laughs> you know? yeah yeah that's but, um, totally a glass ceiling there also we see that tom scarrett who's hilarious who is the 80s dad was he picket fences was that the show that he was I think in you're right yeah for a long time but we talked well. about him in top gun he's so um, funny he's though. the dad of he's the, the dad yeah. yeah yeah and he plays the dad, the dad. Oh, he's a dad. Yeah. Totally he's a dad. Yeah. I'm surprised he haven't got like maybe, I don't know, eight or nine children of his own. <laughs> yeah. I haven't checked. I'm just guessing. But and he plays a dad. Really. Shelby's husband is um, Dylan McDermott, who's a, apparently they fell in love during this filming and went out for a while. Mm-hmm. She broke up with Liam Neeson for him. Who? Um, for Dylan McDermott, Julia Roberts. Oh, really? Yes. He's in um, a recent- Liam Neeson? Yeah. Can well, he would have been that? young by then, Liam mm, Neeson. I guess you're right. But- um, Dylan McDermott, I realised the other day that he was in American Horror Story and I never put two and two together, but he's a good-looking guy. Like, he was a bit of a heartthrob. He's nice eyes. Yeah. Um, got kind eyes. He's <laughs> got kind <laughs> eyes. But, oh. yeah, no, it's a, an amazing, amazing yeah. cast. Yeah. So between the six of those actors and actresses, God knows how many Oscars they got, oh, but yeah. it was it is all-star, all-star 80s, but not specifically just 80s. No, like we're talking 60s about... 60s through to now. Well, 50s even, and like you're talking about like seasoned actors, yeah. right? Like these are people at the top of their craft, really. That's what they do. That's what um, they do. Okay, and there's so many themes in this film. I've written four, but we can talk about others. First and foremost is the women's camaraderie. Yeah, well, I think this, um, to- you know, the idea of the female friendships which is you know like a really important thing and i think it's almost like you build this friendship group around you that you know is there for you through good and bad Mm -hmm. you know you might stray from each other but you come back together and like the older i get the more i find my core group of female friends is such a it's such an important part of a female's life mm-hmm. you know and i think for them you know you see all these stages of life we've got the young ones the middle aged and the older women their husbands have died or whatnot yeah i think it's it's a really beautiful mm-hmm. theme in this mm-hmm. movie mm-hmm. you know and we see them support each other throughout you know because mm-hmm. we start i mean i guess if we go we haven't really talked about the plot but we start with shelby's wedding to Jackson, mm-hmm. you know, huge, big wedding. And then we also find out that she's a type 1 diet, like quite a severe type 1 diabetic, mm-hmm. you know, and then like a lot of it, it's funny because when you talk about the friendship, a lot of it is filmed inside Truby, Dolly Parton's beauty salon, and mm-hmm. it's almost like a barbershop setting, but I was just females, about to say that. you yes. know? Yeah, yeah. So, so you see a lot of that. It seems to be the core yeah, sort area of where women place. can be women <laughs> and talk about yeah. women's business. Women's business, <laughs> For lack of a yeah. better word, and I guess cement these friendships yeah, that they have absolutely. with each other. Mm. You know, but I think the other theme is that it is set in a small town, mm. um, and so we sort of see they have their core group, and then there's all these funny. You know, they talk. There's a lot of gossip about other people in the town and whatnot, and mm. um, I think the setting is an important part of the movie. Definitely, 
And I guess that 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 Southern America. I love it so much. The trees, the houses, yeah. um, the yeah. accents, obviously, oh, great. So beautiful. And I guess they're not they're not all Dolly Parton, so they're not all from the South, but they'd all do a Southern accent yeah, really well. So good, and the overt celebration of a, of holiday events—that's like my jam. Yeah, there's a few things I didn't know about. Was the groom's cake. The groom's cake. Yeah, that was something I didn't know about. about that. That. So that's a southern tradition where the groom actually has a cake made for him separate to the wedding cake. And mm. we've seen this one. It's an armadillo. Yeah, which is, again, a very yeah. southern animal. Well, not know, even. I, I no guess it's more Midwest. Desert. 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 Yeah. You know, but it's grey. And she's right. When she's like, how would you even make grey icing? I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's so gross. And it's a running joke <laughs> because know. they cut it up and it's, what is it? Velvet. Red velvet. Red velvet. Yeah, so when they like cut it, it looks like it's black. It's autopsy. Yeah, so it's pretty. There's a lot of in-jokes about it. Community. I wrote, I wrote one of the themes is community, well, but definitely it. it is a small town yeah. as opposed to a community, but it's, it, I guess, one in the same, that you definitely get a feel that everyone knows each other. Not everyone's in too much business, but everyone knows. Everyone knows each other. And like Weezy said that, she's like, I know everyone in this town. Yeah, and you I know? don't know you. Yeah, yeah. and Daryl Hannah's character is, is comes Newcomer. From, is a newcomer. Her husband's left her and run away and from the, the law or so whatever. So she joins the, the beauty salon as a beautician. Or no, what does she call it? A, a glamour technician. A glamour technician. <laughs> Apologies, and she becomes part of the, the part of the, the community. Yeah. yeah, and I think you know one of the other we just said it before about like you know the change and you sort of cycle through life, and I think her character is one that really goes through cycles. You know, she mm. comes, she's very unsure, then she gets a bit wild and loose, then mm. she becomes a born again Christian, and then she mm. sort of loosens up from that, and you know, mm. like her character goes through a monumental a amount of change. Yeah. But she's trying to find her feet. Absolutely. And find her place in both the community and and herself as well. Yeah. And she finds a local boyfriend who's part of you know part of the furniture as well. But yeah, it's quite it's quite um interesting how all these stories intertwine into one and you learn about them quite quickly when you're sitting there and listening to it. Yeah. But it does center around the mother and the daughter. Yeah, and that's a huge theme. Is the mother daughter Correct. It's probably the biggest theme is is that relationship between a mother and daughter. Yeah. Obviously, I'm going to get your take on it. I'm going to get you started on it. So Sally Field's character. Malin. Malin is a mother to her daughter who has diabetes, but she she's obviously really worried about her, really about, worried about her choices specific to health and how her life choices affect her health. Yeah. And she's very invested into that. And they don't necessarily live with each other because, as we mentioned, she goes off and gets married. Mm. Um, but there's this definitive bond between the two of them. Mm. Um, and Melin's always kind of looking to get Shelby's trust and vice versa. Shelby's trying to get the approval from her mother. Yeah, true. Now, that that bond is something that I'll never be able to talk about <laughs> and hopefully something you'll be able to talk about more in the future with our daughter. But how do you how did you see that as a mother and a daughter in terms of, of how realistic that is? I think it's realistic. I think it's interesting because Shelby's always railing against her mother, you know, and and, and she's Malin brings that up. She's like, you know, Shelby loves to prove me wrong, da da da. And so I think from the daughter from a daughter perspective, she probably feels that she's being controlled in the name of her health, you know, and she just wants to have a baby and go out there and get married and you know, I think from the mothering point of view, all she all she wants is yes, she wants her daughter to be happy, but she wants her daughter to be well and mm. okay. And so mm. I can see the worry, which I imagine only grows over time as mm. a parent, but mm. also 
there's this big thing of this chronic condition. Mm. Now, this child, you know, her child has a really chronic condition, mm. um, illness. And, you know, I don't know much about type 1 diabetes, but obviously it's quite serious in her mm. case. And she's been advised not to have children and whatnot. And we sort of think that there's almost like she's having, she wants to have a baby to maybe make the marriage better or something. And I do mm. wonder if she'll be married him not just because she loved him but maybe because she wanted to escape the clutch what she felt was the clutches of her mother mm. you know mm. but you're right she's always trying to seek her mother's approval when she gets the new haircut and when mm. she tells her she's pregnant and whatnot but i think i can see it from both sides because as as a mother you just worry so much about your children and i mm. think with the child that's of the same sex you know it is a different relationship Mm. You know, you sort of butt your heads a little bit. And then I can see it as being a daughter as, you know, not wanting to feel sort of controlled or especially when you're a teenager, you don't want to be like your mother. Mm. You know, that's that's a real thing, isn't it, right? Mm. You don't want to be like your, mm. your mother. And so, yeah, I mean, it is definitely there's a bond there. And you see that, I don't want to give too much away, but the mother, Malin, is the one that is, and she says this, you know, she was there when she came into this world and she's there at the other end, you know, mm. and she she was there like the father, Shelby's husband or whatever, they didn't stick it out mm. till the very bitter end like the mother mm. did, mm. you know, and that's the bond right there. Correct. And I didn't realise why this movie so appropriately named until this time round. Because Watching the magnolias it. are a flower of the south, right? Right. And so you talk about, you know, like, you know, women sort of being like soft and flower, and beautiful, and, and obviously they're in, they're in a beauty shop for yeah, half. Yeah, you know, movie. but underneath there's steel, and yeah. they talk. And she said that she says, you know, like men are supposed to be made of steel, but mm. really it's the women that are, are propping everything up. Yeah, uh, at least know? emotionally and, and for and, the family and everything. You see them, how mm. much they're doing, you know. Mm. Mm. Um, and, and I guess in those scenes where where her daughter passes, and and then there's a funeral scene that's really oh, quiet. It's just. It is so, so full on. So really well raw. done. Yeah. And raw emotions and great acting. Oh, incredible. Um, and then a little bit of comedy just to kind of yeah. stop the tears for a second. Not that I was crying. <laughs> but I can't remember what I was going to say. But definitely, yeah, they spell it out for you and say, these women are harder than you think. Mm. They look beautiful, but they're as hard still. Yeah, that's it. When they need to be. Mm. And I guess that's the overbearing theme of this movie Mm. is is the hardship that, that women have to go through and how the bonds with other women in the community aid and help them get through this. Well, that's it. And, like, I've always said, you know, like, we're so much better when we work together as women. Like, you know, when women t sort of turn on each other, which we've all had that happen as women, it's almost like we're propping up the patriarchy by doing that. When we work together and build each other up, we're so much stronger and better. And that's, mm. and like I said, the older I get, the more... I have found that around me because mm. you just, yeah, it's... And I guess yeah. what, I, what I said while we're watching it, it's kind of funny how there's multiple generations in this. Absolutely. But it's the bond is strong throughout. Yeah. Maybe three generations of mm. women from this small town. Yeah, well, you see, and, you know, like there's, you can see like Weezer and Clarice, like they're obviously the older two women and just their bond is incredible. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Another reason why I like this movie, and it is a bit on the darker side but but yes they have the marriage and you kind of see the beautiful times with families with the weddings mm. but they also show the dark sides with families which is the death yeah and the death of of one of the main characters 
So what I liked about this film is that it's realistic in the fact that this mm. is stuff that really happens. That's it. Um, so I kind of said, you know, life and death is really one of the main themes here. And, yeah. And without giving too much away, the very end kind of lets you think, okay, life does definitely go on. It does, um, yeah. But at the same token, yes, you have to question choices people make, um, you know, why people die. It's not fair. It's totally not fair to die before your child mm. or so your child to die before yeah. you. And, and that's always going to be something that's really hard for anyone to kind of to grasp. But, yeah, death, death seemed to be a theme as well. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Mm. Yeah. Um, okay, so what does this movie mean to you? Well, like I said, it is one of my all-time favourite movies uh, for all the reasons that we've spoken about. But also I adore this, the American Southern small town element. Mm. It's just mm. so beautiful. Mm. Um, I love all the events, everything decked out for Christmas yeah, and Halloween. And again, Easter. like Harry yeah. and Sally, it's very much, okay, yeah. now it's Easter, now yeah, it's Christmas, it's, now it's Halloween. You're seeing the yeah. cycle of, yeah. you know. Yeah. I like the friendship. That really speaks to me. I see a lot of value in that now as I get older. Mm. And, yeah, it's just a – I just love that world of small-town America. Mm. <laughs> For me, and you mentioned it before, but introduced diabetes. I didn't know what it was. Mm. I think I was a child when I, when I first saw this. So I guess I would have been at least eight because that's how old it was mm. in 1989. But I had not known about it. And I learned quite quickly what mm. it was or at least what the symptoms are and what people need to do and about yeah. insulin and stuff like that at an early age because of this film. And I was like, yeah. hey, what is this? It can actually, you know, be life-threatening. I think my parents had to kind of tell me about it at the time when I watched it with them. Um, but, yeah, I was like, okay. And I still remember things like, oh, people need to get – you need to get the, someone orange juice if they're having, you know, Well, yeah, I mean, and, but, again, yeah. there's different types of diabetes. Oh, there <laughs> is, is, obviously. Like like one, you're two, right. yeah. um, you know, adult onset. Well, that's – I'll just say that – Robert Harling, who wrote it, mm. his sister died from complications of diabetes type 1 after giving birth. Mm. So, and that's why he wrote it sort of in her memory. Mm. So it was a play and then he wrote the screenplay mm. as well. So that's, it's kind of loosely based on a true story. Mm. Uh, and I think he felt that he was giving awareness well, to diabetes. For me, yeah, and I'm sure for lots of people, mm. you know, I mm. learned about diabetes through the Babysitters Club. One of the characters, Stacey, has mm. type 1 diabetes. I think it's type 1. So I remember learning about it through that as well. But yeah, yeah. I mean, so he, that's why he wrote it as an homage to his sister, but also mm. for that reason. Yeah, well, I mean, mm. obviously, I didn't know about kidney transplants until I saw this. I didn't know about dialysis until I saw this. It mm. just kind of brings attention to, I guess, some. Um, Diseases, I guess. Yeah, well, disease. health issues. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that people do have and they know what they have to live with. And I guess mm. how lucky we have it for, for people That's who it. don't have it. Cool. Why is it 80s? Very 80s. Can't just say that that yellow Walkman clipped oh, yeah. onto the belt. That Oof. was cool. That yellow, I wanted that yellow one. I had a black one, but I did like the yellow one. Mm. Those bridesmaid dresses, my sister was in it, my oldest sister was in a um, wedding and she wore a dress like that, being mm. poofy with the hats and everything. Do you the think hair. the wedding was too pink? No, there's never enough pink <laughs> in a wedding. Blush and bashful. <laughs> yeah, her too pink. Yeah. The two shades of the wedding. Yeah, one. blush and bashful. And two different um, pink But, you know, very. Shades. Um, Hair was 80s, yeah, and also, I guess we'll just talk like it's, it's a down south 80s, so everything's bigger and yeah, you know, the hair was big, yeah. 
The hair was big. The sleeves were big. Yeah. The dresses were big. Everything was big. The personalities big. were big. The personalities were big. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Um, especially Dolly Parton. Uh, favorite scene? Oh, so many. I love the ones at the beginning where um, the dad is shooting the birds out of the mm, tree. Like, as you do that, you know, and mm. then he gets like the bloody firecrackers and wheezers freaking out with a dog and like, you know. But mm. I, I think the scene after the funeral is probably. I wouldn't say favourite, but it's the it's most one that stands out the yeah. most to me. It's just so well yeah, done. Yeah, it's got really well done and it obviously puts you into tears through, you know, experiencing the mother's grief. But also when, when, when Clarice put pushes her, he's like, here, you know, go on, it's just one in a lifetime. And obviously that makes you laugh. That really yeah. makes you laugh. Um, yeah, so I that, that scene is just like... <laughs> It makes you laugh and makes you cry, literally, yeah. literally in a, in a space of two minutes. <laughs> so that's probably my favourite scene as well. Yeah. Um, favourite line? All so lines? many. Mm. There are so many good one lines in this movie. But I think, you know, the one where she's like, I'm not crazy. I've just been in a very bad mood for 40 years. <laughs> yeah, I've always thought about that one. Yeah, um, I think you know, you've, said that, you've repeated that a few I times. I have said it many times. But yeah. also the one where she's like, people don't like me. It's because I've got more money than God. Mm. And I think Dolly Parton where she's like, you know, time marches on and you realise it's marching across your face. <laughs> yeah, about the crow's feet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a line she says quite early when, when you're getting introduced them in the, in the um mm. the beauty shop but she says something along the lines of oh she likes romance i'm not going to do the uh, accent because mm. i won't give it justice but oh she's like i like romance uh it really melts my butter and she does it in that accent <laughs> yeah. and you're like oh she's got some really I cool like it when, country um, sayings the dad as well when weezer cut is cutting up the green skank and she gives him like the, the bark the yeah. ass and he's yeah. like oh i'd like a good piece it's of ass. ass that's right <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Louisa. Yeah. Uh, oh, good lines. It's, it's, there's some great. There's too many to list, really. Yeah. Do you think millennials will get this film? Yes, I think so. Mm. It's late 80s. It's, you know, I think it's a timeless story. Mm. It really is. You know, it's not um, something that's so set in the 80s mm. that it, 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 it the, the story um, transcends the setting and the time. Mm. You know, it really does. So fr- and I also think of this film, I think of Fried Green Tomatoes. Yeah. And I'm assuming Fried Green Tomatoes is after this. Yes, I think um, it was early 90s. Must have been early 90s. But that kind of all-star female, all-star female mm. cast um, and, and similar storylines. Yeah. And some good one-liners in the film as well. But, yeah, did you think there's anything in this film that wouldn't fly? I don't think so. I think it's, you know, I mean, it's not a very diverse film, there's but a few little a few. snippets of, um, I don't know, it seemed quite, you know, it was the South and it was the 80s. Different, So yeah. there were, like, a lot of African-American help. Yeah. Which I guess is reflective of the truth of the time. Well, I, I mean, I don't even know if it's reflective of now. Like, yeah. You know, I mean, it's, yeah, there was a lot of, yeah. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with them being helped, but it just seemed like it mm. was... A bit southern. Well, it in is the same, set in the south. In the same breath, there was a few Confederate flags. There was. So that was a little bit. I swear to God, there's a guy at the wedding that has a Confederate hat on. And that could be true. You yeah. Know, that's, and again, I've got to be careful in how I approach this, but I feel like the Confederacy and, and the support that it has in the south seems a little bit racist Well, it is racist. Yeah. They've removed a lot of the Confederate statues recently and yeah. they've a lot of the um, state buildings or whatever, they don't fly the Confederacy flag mm. anymore. Mm. 
Yeah, so I feel it, like it's America's mm, version of "fuck off, we're full." <laughs> yeah, probably. I shouldn't laugh at that, but it's sort of like my laugh, like oh god, laugh. But yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I don't like. I haven't done a lot of research into the Civil War. I mean, I mm. know enough, and I've read books of that time and stuff. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think you know it is like problematic, but it, it was set in a time where. People probably didn't see it as that problematic mm. that lived within it, you know, that they're from the South. That's, yeah. yeah. And mm. I guess, you know, Louisiana is known for being a poor estate. Yeah. And these people are not these, poor. Yeah. Except for maybe Dolly Parton's. I don't think she's poor. But I think her, her husband has a bit of. Yeah. But she's a big small business owner and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and they seem to make it in the end. Um, you know, they seem comfortable, but like, yeah, there is obvious wealth. Mm as well mm. so that's not really reflected because you're right is it louisiana or mrs louisiana the poorest state yeah i really want to go we haven't been there yet have no we? don't believe mm. okay so soundtrack isn't necessarily 80s it's very country i yeah, want to say well, there's like that weird dance that they do at the, the wedding the bio dance like, damn that's fancy footwork yeah so yeah. again Dang country is bio. not really my uh, forte so i wouldn't <laughs> be able to actually tell you what type of no. songs they were but the song that is the theme song musical piece for mm. the beginning and the ending i love that it's mm. nice mm. yeah the um, musical arrangement or whatever it is so if you're into country i'm sure you enjoy <laughs> the soundtrack apologize is not really my i don't know why you don't say that you're not into country when we went to a shania Twain concert that never happened <laughs> um sequels and remakes well there is a remake a 2012 and they remade it with an all african-american cast i mm. haven't seen it mm. um, who's in it you want to say what's her name uh, she's a very famous african-american actress she's the one in that one where she's like damn what's that movie oh queen latifah yeah i think queen latifah's in it Oh, yeah, that'll make sense. Yeah. Yeah. She's a great actress. Yeah. Uh, there's no sequel, but they do very often put it on stage. They do it on... Right, because it was a play first. Yeah, it was a play first. So it was okay. written as a play, so it's quite mm. easy to adapt to the right. stage. Sure. Yeah, totally. Mm. Yeah, and do you reckon it, it warrants a remake now, today? No, I think it's mm. it's perfect as it is. Mm. Agreed. You know, and I think there's no need for a sequel because the whole premise of it is that life just goes on, yeah. you know? Yeah, life does We don't need to know. It's just yeah. going to And they make, that, they make that clear. Like, yeah. oh, there's much tragedy in the world or what happens in your own life at a certain point in time, which really can be tragic, like mm. the death of your daughter or your death of your friend. But life does go on and they kind of reflect that in yeah. the last few, yeah, the montage at the end. What do you give this film out of 10? I give it a nine. Mm. It is a brilliant film mm. with a brilliant cast. It's, like we said, it makes you laugh and cry. Mm. It's very emotional. Like, whew, you know, mm. it's a bit of a ride, isn't it? But mm. it's just got, yeah, it's got some really good themes and it's just like a pleasure to watch this movie. Mm. Every time I watch it, I, I remember, oh, it's so good, mm. you know? Mm. It's just so good. It is, it is good. And, and I have to admit, when I was younger, I thought it was a longer film. Yeah, me too. And then when we sat up through it now, it's like, it wasn't as bad. And I think we think it was like maybe just it, under two hours. Yeah, it was an hour 53. But so I remember not... back then, that was a long time. Because well, most because 80s movies go movies... for like an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah, or an hour and 20. Yeah, max. Definitely under an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. So That's um, true. So at the, time, at the time, this one was pushing the boundaries of mm. the time. But for today's standard, it's pretty normal. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think it's, you know, it's a real, like, I think the the time is justified because it is a winding piece through time. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like, mm. it needs that, you know, I cut it off an hour and a half. 
Okay, as a kid, I didn't enjoy this film. Well, I can understand that. Probably because of, and it's probably why I'll pick it back a bit, is it is very female-focused and, and I can't relate that much. Mm. But I guess now as a parent, I can a little bit more because of the loss of a child and this, mm. this, oh, not that I've lost a child, but you know what I mean, like, you, start you could, thinking you could about put yourself in those characters. Shoots, yeah, but right. also it's funny how they have a girl and two boys like us. Yeah. yeah so when Addison gets married, I don't want you to go and shoot the birds out of the tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've only got bush twiggies to worry about. God, send things And out. we send the boys to do that. We do. I will give it a seven and a half. Okay. I would have given it a six when I was a kid, maybe Oof, a five. That's harsh. But now that I've grown up and <laughs> themes are more relevant to yeah. me. I like it more. Okay. So it's definitely it it's definitely in my timeline has improved mm. the, over the years. Or I've just become more mature. But do you think it's fun? Like do you find did you find it funny? Well, I laughed at the yeah. few scenes, yeah. 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 A few scenes Weezer is the standout funny. Yeah, and she's her character is there to make you laugh. <laughs> yeah. It's quite funny because she's just very deadpan the whole time yeah she's so cynical but she's just hilarious yeah, like, yeah. Just, oh my god and yeah. olympia dukaka's character is there to kind of be the comic relief as well but yeah. using the negativity from weezer in yeah. order to, to you know make you laugh a little mm-hmm. bit cool i think that's it is yeah. there anything else you want to talk about no no oh, i got a tattoo today yeah that's mm. cool <laughs> what'd you get i mean i can see it but for the for i got a pin-up girl sitting on a pile of books with titles that have been meant things to me at different periods of my life right mm. okay i didn't i didn't put that time piece didn't you? It. makes oh. sense now yeah you oh. know i could have put a bazillion titles let's face it because i love books um but i chose for that sort of i were very ensconced in yeah we well, definitely the were at the time mm. some of these my arm's hurting a bit now though <laughs> it like hurt today things, as we've learned from this film <laughs> as time passes <laughs> Life will go on. Life You're going to be fine. Right. Um, that's cool. Congratulations <laughs> on your new tattoo. Thank you. Um, so that's it for today. So please like and subscribe and hit us up on the Hotmail at the Peak Pod. Keep dodging that COVID. Dodge that COVID. I'm getting all these alerts on my phone. Oh, thank God, gosh. knock on wood, I am yes. still COVID free. Um, our kids get their shots next week. Mm-hmm. So we should be good as a family. Please soon. don't at us. About that, <laughs> anybody? I don't think anyone yeah, will, will they? That's our choice. Um, and I noticed that Spotify has a five star rating of all a star a rating, a star rating, but it's <laughs> out of five if you feel so inclined. Please do, please do. Or on the Apple podcast, we've had a few high ratings there, so, so please say so thank you and appreciate yeah. those who have continued to do so. Um, and that's it, that's it. Cool, peace, bye, Weezer. What? If this is really how you feel, it isn't healthy. Maybe you should think about coming down to the guidance center and talking to someone with their help. I'm not crazy, Malin. I've just been in a very bad mood for 40 years.